0: CHAPTER Nineteen OF A BOOK OF FAIRY-TALE FOXES This is a LibriVox recording. All LibriVox recordings are in the public domain. For more information, or to volunteer, please visit LibriVox.org. Recording by Kate Follis A BOOK OF FAIRY-TALE FOXES by Clifton Johnson THE FOX, THE WOLF, AND THE CHEESE At the foot of some high mountains there was once a small village, with a road entering it from the east, and this road was joined by one from the south, on the village borders. One summer night, when a round full moon was shining, a wolf came trotting along the eastern road. "'I must get a good meal before I go back to my den in the mountains,' he said to himself. "'It is nearly a week since I have tasted anything but scraps. "'There are plenty of rabbits and hares in the forest, but they are so swift, "'and I would need to be a greyhound to catch them, and I am not as young as I was. "'I wish I could dine on that lady fox I saw a fortnight ago.' I would have caught and eaten her right then, but her husband was nearby, and I did not want to fight two such active, sharp-toothed creatures. Well, I am going to see what I can pick up in this village. While the wolf was talking thus to himself, the very fox that he so desired to eat was coming along the southern road, and she was saying— The whole of this day I have listened to the clucking of those village hens till I can keep away no longer. It is the sweetest of all music when one is fond of fowls and eggs. As sure as I live, I will have some of those hens this night. Just then she reached a little plot of grass where the two roads joined and she lay down there under a tree to rest soon afterward the wolf came along and saw her and she turned her head at the sound of his footfalls and saw him it was too late for her to escape and she suppressed her fear and made a pretense at friendliness is that you neighbor she said politely i hope you are well i am as well as anyone can be who is very hungry "'the wolf said, and his eyes glistened greedily. "'But what is the matter with you? "'A fortnight ago you were as plump as heart could wish. "'I have been sick,' the fox explained, "'and I am so thin that my very bones rattle.' "'But you are still good enough for me,' the wolf said, "'and he started toward her with open mouth. "'What are you doing?' the fox cried, stepping backward. What am I doing? The wolf retorted. I'm going after my supper, and I shall eat you in less time than a rooster takes to crow. Oh, you are always joking, she remarked anxiously, never removing her eyes from the wolf. I am too hungry to waste time joking, the wolf said with a snarl that showed all his teeth. I want to eat you, not to talk to you. Remember that I have children at home, the fox said, pity a poor mother, and she wiped her eyes with the tip of her tail. But the wolf showed plainly that her appeal did not move him, and that his patience was about exhausted, so she hastened to ask him to grant one last request. What is it? the wolf growled. "'In this village there is an old well,' the fox responded, and its owner stores cheeses in it. Two buckets hang from a pole above it, and I come frequently and descend in one of the buckets into the well and bring away with me enough cheese to feed my children. My request is that you let me go and make one more good meal off the cheese before I die.' I'd rather like some cheese myself, the wolf said. Lead the way, and we will go to the well. So they went on together, but as they were creeping softly into the village, the fox made a sudden leap over a wall, hoping to elude her companion. However, he sprang over after her and was instantly at her side. I think I had better curb your desire to jump "'By taking a bite out of your haunch,' he said with a menacing snap of his teeth. "'The fox drew back uneasily. "'Be careful, or I shall scream,' she told him. "'That would rouse the village, "'and the wolf had no desire to have her carry out her threat. "'Presently they entered a courtyard, and there was the well.' The fox looked down into it and saw the reflection of the moon, big, round, and yellow, in the water at the bottom. "'How lucky!' she said to the wolf. "'A huge cheese the size of a grindstone lies down there. Look, look, did you ever see anything so beautiful?' "'Never!' "'the wolf answered as he peered hungrily into the well. "'You have only to go down in one of these buckets "'to eat your fill,' the fox informed him. "'I will wait my turn here.' "'Oh, that is your game,' the wolf said with a grin. "'No, you can't escape me by any such trick. "'You must go down yourself and bring the cheese up.' "'There was nothing the fox could do,' But obey, and she climbed into the bucket. Down she went to the bottom of the well, and at the same time a bucket on the other end of the rope went up. The bucket in which the fox descended hit the water with a splash, but did not fill, for the well was nearly dry. The cheese is even larger and richer than I thought, the fox called to the wolf. ''Then hasten and bring it up,'' the wolf ordered. ''But it is so heavy that I can't,'' the fox said. ''You will have to come down, and then we will carry it up between us.'' ''And how am I to come down?'' the wolf asked. ''Get into that other bucket which is right over your head,'' the fox replied. So the wolf, with some difficulty, climbed into the bucket, he weighed at least four times as much as the fox, and he went down with a jerk, and his weight sent her to the surface with equal rapidity. As soon as he understood what had happened, he upbraided the fox very angrily. She had leaped out of the bucket and was now looking down at him. Goodbye. "'She said sweetly, "'I hope you will enjoy the cheese.' "'Then she went off to a neighbouring henhouse, "'where she secured several fat chickens. "'As she was on her way home, she said to herself, "'I wonder how Mr. Wolf is getting along. "'I'm afraid I left him in a bad plight. "'But I see that the sky has clouded over.' If there should be a heavy rain, the other bucket will fill and sink to the bottom of the well, and his bucket will go up. At least it may. End of chapter nineteen.